Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. two years later is when they finally broke through you and I cannot begin to imagine what a two-year siege did to the people of Jerusalem we get hints of it in places in Scripture history gives us some records of what it was like people eating their own children people eating their own children mothers cooking their own children after their children starved of hunger. What Pastor Robert and Elizabeth were just speaking of, well, it's nearly unspeakable. Some of the atrocities that Israel faced during times of siege are nothing like we've ever imagined. And yet, this is where sin can take us, to places we never thought we would go. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, Here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 8, with today's message. If you continue in this obstinance, then it's going to bring total destruction. You're going to die. Everybody's going to die. The city's going to burn. And, And that's exactly where we are in our country today. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with that. And God's saying, if you keep insisting on that, it's not going to work out well for you. See, this portrait of of the fear of man, it always ends badly. It always ends badly. And that's why it's so critical for us as Christians to understand. We must not bend and agree with the culture around us that it's all about a woman's right to choose, that it's all about, you know, people being free to love one another. No, it's not all about that. It's not all about that. What it's all about is, is what's true, what's loving for all of humanity. Is, it, is, it, is God right that it's, that it's more loving to preserve babies no matter what? Is he right about that? Yeah, he's right about that. He's right about that. It's not our role. It's, it's not our right to take a life, no matter what the circumstances surrounding it might be. It's not, it's not, it's not right for us to murder an unborn child. And, okay, but these two people, they, they, you know, they, they love one another. Yeah, but see, the way God has ordered our world that love is inappropriate. It's just as inappropriate as me saying I've fallen in love with a little five, a beautiful five, five-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed little girl, but I fell in love with her. I mean, why shouldn't, why shouldn't I have her to be my wife? You know, this, this gorgeous little nine-year-old redhead, I mean, she's, you know, or, or I mean, you fill in the blank, right? You, what, whatever, it has no limit. Whatever love, it has no limit. 
unless it's the limit that God himself has placed upon it. And you and I as, as, as believers, we need to stay true to the word of God. And in those times when we don't understand it, then we need to pray for understanding. We need to seek understanding and not twist it or bend or, you know, any, any which way to, to try to agree with others who call themselves Christians but are perverting the word of God in order to blend in with the culture because that's not going to work out well. Fear of man never, ever ends well. Jeremiah 39, verse 1, in the ninth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army came against Jerusalem and besieged it. In the eleventh year of Zedekiah, in the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month, the city was penetrated. So it was when Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and all the men of war saw them, that they fled and went out of the city by night by way of the king's garden, by the gate between the two walls. And he went out by the way of the plain. But the Chaldean army pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. And when they had captured him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to Riblah in the land of Hamath, where he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes in Riblah. The king of Babylon also killed all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him with bronze fetters to carry him off to Babylon. And the Chaldeans burned the king's house and the houses of the people with fire and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Then Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, carried away captive to Babylon the remnant of the people who remained in the city and those who defected to him with the rest of the people who remained. You know, I, we read through this and it's so easy to miss. In the ninth year of Zedekiah in the 10th month, the king of Babylon and his army came and besieged it. In the 11th year, in the fourth month, so almost two years later, is when they finally broke through. You and I cannot begin to imagine what a two-year siege did to the people of Jerusalem. We get hints of it in places in scripture. History gives us yeah. some records of what it was like. People eating their own children. People eating their own children. Mothers cooking their own children yeah. after their children a, a starved to death. despair of hunger. And it's just unbelievable. Now, but contrast all this with how Jeremiah was treated at the end of all this. Jeremiah 39, 11 says, Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, gave charge concerning Jeremiah to that guy, the captain of the guard, saying, Take him and look after him and do him no harm. But do to him just as he says to you. Then they sent someone to take Jeremiah to the court of the prison and committed him to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, that he should take him home. So he dwelt among the people. Is the fear of the Lord better than the fear of man? Obviously, yes, right? Obviously, yes, it is. Without, there's no hesitation, but there is, there is one more nuance we want to bring out before we close tonight. Let me just give you some scriptures. The fear of the Lord is always, always better. Proverbs 14, 26, 27, he who fears the Lord has a secure fortress. For his children, it will be a refuge. That's what I mentioned. Even if it costs your life, your children will be in refuge. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life, turning a man from the snares of death. There's so many scriptures of but how the fear of the Lord 
is good, how it protects us. But here's what you need to, here's what struck me when we read through it again. You cannot simply look at the fear of the Lord versus the fear of man from a utilitarian, what do you call it, what's the word? Utilitarian. Utilitarian perspective, like what works. Because if you only look at what works, you will have temporary vision. Did it work out? It, it does work better to be a Nazi than a Jew during World War II. It definitely works out better to be in the Nazi army than to be a Jew, right? So you can't measure it by those temporary standards alone. And it does work out better in the short run to be a dead fish swimming with everybody else of culture. It, you, the consequences hit later. So if you, if you only look at it from what, what works, initially there can be a very high price for the fear of the Lord. You know, I mean, Jeremiah was thrown constantly from one prison to another. Others were sawed and killed, and the whole proverb, um, Hebrews 11 is full of people who did not receive their promise on earth fully. So if you only look at it and say, well, that puts us in danger of saying exactly like Judah had said, well, God, you've forsaken me. I trusted you, I gave you my heart, and you've forsaken me. It's not working out. I lost my job. You must see past the, what's the word? Utili ut utilitarian. utilitarian perspective. You must see past that to eternal what works. Eternally what works. Everything in front of you will try to deceive you. You cannot trust your eyes. So you have to look at what works for eternity. Short term. Short term, who knows what this will cost us. That's why we're preparing. It doesn't matter. All of that is temporary. It'll all go up in flames. Even your life, even your children's life are temporary. You cannot even add a hair to their head. There's more at stake than our lives. The fear of man and the fear of the Lord are two opposing forces vying for your heart. It's a very real battle, and you have the power to decide who rules, and nobody else has. God doesn't decide for you. The devil doesn't decide for you. Your hormones don't decide for you. You, by the will, can Hallelujah. decide who rules on that heart. And, but this is what's at stake, though. Jesus says this in Luke 12, 8 through 9. Also, I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him the Son of Man also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. That's what's at stake. You may think, well, this life matters more. Like Nahmeh. Abedini, Pastor Said's wife, she said at some point when she had a gun to her head and it was like, deny God. She's like, okay, God, I thought I knew you were real, but this gun feels very real. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front. 
as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. But today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.